Yivamos Per Gimel Mishneches 3.8. This mission now has moved on from the topic of the brothers and sisters and goes back to a general principle that we established back in the first parak. Now we had said, in a typical case, let's say you have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, if Reuven would marry someone to whom Shimon is Aser Midorais to marry, one of those 15 Arais listed in the first Mishnah, like for example, Reuven marries Shimon's daughter, then we said that when Reuven dies, of course, his daughter, let's call her Leah, Shimon's daughter Leah, doesn't fall to even to Shimon, she's free to go because she's an Erva. We also said that if Reuven had a second wife, Rachel, and Rachel wasn't Shimon's daughter, but since she is the Tsara, the co-wife of Reuven's other wife, Leah, so just as Leah is exempt from marrying Shimon as the Erva, so Rachel is exempt as the Tsara, as the co-wife to the Erva. That's old news. What our mission wants to say is a new point here, which is if the relationship between Reuven and Leah the woman who is certainly forbidden to Shimon, is a tennis relationship, meaning we're not sure if their marriage um, really was effected properly through Kedushan, or we're not sure if they their divorce was effective in dissolving their marriage. So the question is, if Reuven has two wives, one, this dubious relationship, let's say Leah, maybe he's married to her, maybe he isn't, and Leah is an erva to Shimon, the question is, what's with the tsara, the other, the co-wife Rachel? What does she do with Shimon? And the answer, of course, is, since maybe she's obligated as the only wife to do Yibam, maybe she's the Tzara and exempt, she'll do Chalitz and not Yibam. That's the basic point of our Mishnah, and that's what the Mishnah says. It says, V'chulan. And for all these 15 relationships we had back in the beginning, which would make um, Shimon not be allowed to marry Leah, and would also exempt Leah's co-wife Rachel, the Tzara, Shahayo behen Kedush no Gerishim Besafik, if the relationship between Reuven and Leah, Shimon's brother, and Leah, Shimon's erva, like daughter, is dubious, either that the kedushin, the marriage, wasn't necessarily binding, or the gerishin, the divorce, wasn't necessarily binding to divorce them. So then, Hare Elo Tsaros, the co-wives, Reuven's other wife, Rachel, Cholzos, Vlomus Yabmos, she would have to do Chalitza with Shimon, but not Yibam, because maybe she's exempt, as if the marriage is, was indeed binding and still there, as the Tsara to Leah, who was Shimon's erva. That's the point of the Mishnah. Now, the Mishnah has a side point here, which is, well, how exactly do you have a Suffolk Kedushin or a Suffolk Gerishin? There are actually a lot of ways that could happen if you get very creative, but the Mishnah is going to focus um, on the following case, which is um, like this. When a person does Kedushin, there are a few ways to do it. You could do it with Shtar, a contract, or Kesef, money, um, or Bia, for that matter. Um, but Let's go with Kesef for a second. So when it comes to Kesef, the way it works is that when Reuven is going to marry Leah, he's supposed to give her something of value, like the ring, put it in her hand, or she takes it, and he says, By taking this ring, you will become Mukudeshus um, to me, married to me. And when then Leah goes and takes the ring, she now becomes Mukudeshus and the, the wife of Reuven, Eishasish. Now, that's what's supposed to happen. But there are other ways besides directly taking that ring, which could allow Leah to acquire the ring and therefore effect the Kedushin, um, which would be, most simply, if Leah has a private chatzer, a private property that's fenced in, and the rule is that a person's private domain, his chatzer, um, is, um, acquires on his behalf. So if um, 
Reuven just put the ring in Leah's backyard, it could acquire on her behalf. So he says, I'm putting a ring in your backyard, um, and you'll acquire it for your behalf, and you'll become my wife. She says, great, and he puts it in the backyard, so then, boom, they are now going to be married. That's straightforward. Now, the rabbis extended and said that in a public domain, like in a you know in the street, a person's daladamos, um, the whatever it is, seven eight feet around him, uh, are also considered to be like as if it were his chaser. And, and there, if something's put in that daladamos of a person, even in the public domain, it acquires on his behalf. So, if that's true, so then a person could put the ring on the floor in front of the woman in the Rishos Rabbim, and that could be sufficient. She, he could say, you're acquiring this ring as I put it on the floor in front of you in the Rishos Rabbim, and it could acquire for her also, and therefore she could become Mukudeshis. So a case of our Mishnah is, you have Reuven and Leah. And Leah is standing eight Amos away from Reuven. So each one of them has their own Dalar Amos. And Reuven now throws the ring to Leah hoping to get it in her Dalat Amos, which would then acquire the ring for her and allow her to effect the Kedushin. Um, so the case is, Reuven says to Leah, at a distance of eight Amos away, you know, Harat Mekudeshli B'tabat Zu, I'm going to give you this ring, I'm going to throw it to you, your Dalat Amos around you will acquire it for you, and you'll become my wife. And she says, fantastic, give it a throw. And he throws it, and it lands, I don't know, in the middle, exactly on the line. So you can't see exactly, you know, it's not perfectly clear, if it's in his Dalaramos, and therefore he didn't hand it over, or it's in her Dalaramos, she acquired it. You have two witnesses watching, let's say, and then right after um, the, you know, he throws the ring, and the witnesses are like swinging around trying to figure out where it is, then like Reuven gets hit by a bus. Poor Reuven, he's gone. So now we don't know, was Reuven married to Leah or not? If it was in her Dalaramos, then he was married, and if not, then, then not. Um, it could happen another way also. You could have two pairs of witnesses, um, and one says, yes, it was close to Reuven, and one says it was close to Leah. That will also make a suffolk. Whatever the case is, in such a scenario, now the marriage is a suffolk. And therefore we'd say, if, <coughs> excuse me, if Reuven, when he got hit by the bus, had no children, then while Leah for sure wouldn't fall to Reuven's brother Shimon, since Leah is Shimon's erva, like his daughter, but Reuven's other wife, Rachel, is now a question mark, and therefore she has to chalitza, not yivum. That's what the Mishnah says, for starters, um, it says, We read this already. If the relationship between Reuven and Leah is dubious, because the Kedushin was doubtful, or the Gerishin, the divorce is doubtful, the other wife, Reuven's other wife, Rachel over here, does Chalitza, but not Yibum, Ketzad, Suffolk Kedushin. How could you have a scenario of a questionable marriage? So, for example, Zarak la Kedushin, he threw her, Reuven threw to Leah, at a distance of it, almost, that ring, and it landed in the middle. Suffolk Karavlo, maybe it's a Suffolk. It's not clear to the witnesses, was it closer to him in his Dalaramos? Or Suffolk Karavlo, sorry, Suffolk Karavlo, is it closer to him, maybe? Or Suffolk Karavla, or is it closer to her, maybe? They don't know. Zehu Suffolk Kedushin. That's a case of a questionable Kedushin. Now, what about a Suffolk Gerishin? So the truth is, the Suffolk Gerishin could be the exact same way. The mission could say, he throws the get and it lands in the middle, and we're not sure who's closer to. But the Mishnah goes a different way. And this actually is a little bit confounding, because we're going to talk about, we use the expression Suffolk Gerishin. Suffolk Gerishin means like a questionable divorce. But actually, all three of these cases are cases where, on a derisive level, the Gerishin is yes, effective. But on a rabbinic level, the rabbi said, no, this is not an appropriate get. So the rabbi said it's not effective, which makes it not a Suffolk at all. 
Um, in fact, since we have a perfectly good case of throwing the get in the middle between the two of them, and these of a Suffolk garrison, and this is not at all a really truly Suffolk garrison, the question is, why did the Mishnah go this direction? So the Gemara says, it's telling a whole different din, which is that, well, I'll explain more in a minute at the end, what, what one of the cases which applies specifically to the get, I'll tell you now. They, to, for the get to be kosher, midurabanan, it also needs to have a date. If there's no date, it's rabbinically invalid. But the star that can be used for kedushin, if it doesn't have a date, it's effective even midurabanan. That's the point of our mission here, that those, that's why there's an asymmetry between the throwing of the star and throwing of the get. Anyway, so that's where we go with this other case of Suffolk Garrison. So how do you have Suffolk Garrison? So you have, we'll have three cases where the get would be kosher midoraisa, but it's pasal midorabanan. The rabbi said, no way. First is kasav b'chsav yado, v'enalav edim. He wrote, he, the husband who's divorcing his wife, let's say now Reuven did marry Leah, and they're really married, but then now he wants to, he's trying to divorce her. And he gives her a get, and the get is written in his own handwriting, b'chsav yado, but it doesn't have witnesses, e'en lo edim. The rule is rabbinically, bills of divorce, divorce, gittin, need to have two witnesses signing on it to confirm that it's written the Shema and it's written for her. So, if there are no witnesses, that's no good, and it's invalid. But mid oraisa, if it's in his handwriting, his handwriting bespeaks volumes that he wrote it himself, there's no doubt that he wrote it and gave it to her. That being the case, his handwriting is like, as if it were, like, as if it were a hundred witnesses. So that means that on a derice level, it's effective. Medirabun is not effective. Or, Yesha love Adam. There actually are witnesses who signed this get. Vein bozman, but the date is not written on the get. Again, kosher medoraisa, pasa medirabunan. We need to know when the get is effective, the date of the get, to figure out all sorts of other things regarding inheritance and the like, creditors and so on. So that's no good. And third of all, Yesh bozman, even if it has a date on it, but only one witness has signed. Also, that's invalid rabbinically, and therefore zeo Suffolk Gerishin. That would be a case of what we're calling, quote-unquote, Suffolk Gerishin, doubtful Gerishin, although really it's really more like a rabbinically unacceptable divorce, but rabbinically, but Dorai say, yes, acceptable divorce. In any case, what is the case here, this third case of with one witness signing the get? So there are the Machlokas Amorayim, two opinions. One opinion is that it's written in his handwriting, and there's one aid. So therefore, you might have thought, well, that's like close enough, and it's valid. The answer is no. The rule is we need two witnesses, Midrabanan, even his handwriting plus one aid is not enough. The other approach to Amorayim is that he didn't write it. He hired a sofer, a scribe, to write it. And since normally a person would never, any expert sofer is not going to write a get unless he knows for whom he's writing it and that it's effective. So essentially the sofer, when he writes it, acts effectively as the first of the two witnesses. And the aide who signs it is like the second witness. So it sounds like you should have two, you know, this, you have the sofer plus witness should be two witnesses and enough to make the get binding. But according to the second sheet in the Gemara, no, not the case. Um, although that is, that logic does ring true on a Doraisa level. But rabbinically, we're concerned that people will, um, so from who are not experts, will end up writing Gitin that weren't for sure um, done already at the charge of the husband, and therefore the get isn't binding, and therefore one witness is not enough, and therefore rabbinically we say, no, if it doesn't have two signatures, we cannot rely on such a get rabbinically.